0: Pre and welcome to episode 96 of We The Gamer Cast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every single Monday. Thank you for listening and hitting subscribe and rating us on iTunes while you poop. Thanks for sharing and retweeting and everything. My goodness, you guys have been picking it up lately. I don't know what it is because I still scream hey like an idiot at the start of this and all my neighbors are looking in my window going like, what the heck? It just happened over that house the, the, that nice that nice little couple they usually keep to themselves they got that cute little baby and every sunday some idiot screams hey it is computer <laughs> what is going on um really quick off the top here once again a huge shout out and thank you to our executive producers at patreon.com slash make us better nick militia from next level games joel brooks and james johnson dr doom you guys are amazing okay well if you're new and you have no idea what is going on here's the deal every week i have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and we talk about video games and if you want to be part of the show it's easy you don't even need your own podcast you can just be on the show every it's it's for everybody just tweeted me at sean capri sean lake connery capri like the pants um just like david ray last week what a lovely little chat that was I hope you guys enjoy that. I hope you're having a good day, by the way. I hope you can take – you know, hopefully when you listen to this, you can just have a look around. Maybe the weather is nice. Maybe you're looking pretty sharp. You can look at a reflection of yourself in the mirror as you're walking downtown or something. You're like, oh, hey, I somehow managed to put myself together. Pretty nice day. I hope hope that that's what your your day is like. I want to give a a quick – Thank you to uh, a longtime friend, actually, Brock McLaughlin. I've I, he was in the very early days. He was one of the, I don't know, one of the guinea pigs, I guess. Like when we were trying to figure out what the heck the show was all about, and so he found me somehow. And like, yeah, I would love to do the show, and we've been we've been friends ever since. And I truly believe it's because of that. And Marissa and I are going to talk about this in our chat a little bit. We can. It's fun to go back to you know moments in your life milestones and kind of look at how that took you in a new direction i wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for brock and i don't believe marissa would have been here either if it wasn't for brock and the and the guys over at game moves podcast drew mcmillan and and ryan turford as well as dapper tux this is a whole there's a whole like toronto gaming community that My goodness, if I could just make my way over to Toronto and just hang out with all you guys, that would just be a dream come true. But for now, the dream of having Marissa on the show has come true, which is amazing. I've been a fan of hers for a very long time, but we'll get to that chat in just a little bit. I want, I'm gonna, normally I'll ramble on, but today I'm just gonna let you know what I'm playing. I'm curious what you guys are playing these days this week. Again, you can uh, shoot me a tweet, let me know what you're up to. I've been playing Splatoon. Way more than I thought I would. I knew I was I was excited for this game, and I might, mostly just didn't think I was going to get a chance to play. Uh, but my wife has been unreal. Chelsea has been awesome, just knowing that I was excited about this. And I'm sitting at about a level eleven, I think I was, which is pretty much where I was with the Wii U version. I, I, I just played in two days. As much Splatoon on Switch as I did on the Wii U. And that's, you know, that, so that's awesome. I've been having such a great time there. And it seems like everybody is having a great time and also somehow like pushing, putting their kids to their wives <laughs> or their significant others so they can find some time to play Splatoon. Um, so I'm, well, I was going to say my, my Nintendo name is Sean Capri, but that doesn't really help you. I will, you know, hit me up if you want to add me on, on Nintendo and I will, I will send you my, my friend code, even though I hate that that's even a thing. I've been sort of boycotting sharing it only because, not because of you, it's me and it's because I'm weird. I didn't want to. <laughs> I really thought that they'd be they'd have a solution for that by now but it doesn't look like there's anything coming. So I guess if uh you know, if we're gonna establish friendships on Nintendo, you just type in a, a series of digits that's longer than my phone number, for goodness sake. So anyway, Splatoon 2 will be I think, in my regular rotation for the foreseeable future. The one thing that I haven't got to is the Salmon Run. Uh, maybe after this, maybe after I post this, I'll go I'll go check it out. So hopefully you guys are having a good time with that. Uh, for the very first time, we can now play Splatoon while we poop. Um, so, I mean, when you're done rating this podcast, you can pick up your Switch and play a little bit of Splatoon. I also... This is... If, for long time listeners, Dave Moore, I'm talking specifically to you. I, uh, I went against my better judgment and I played a beta. I played the Destiny 2 beta on Xbox. Uh, thank you to Marissa as well for recommending that I, I go to Xbox, of course. And that's, that's kind of where I wanted to be anyways. I was glad to see that. I ran a poll on Twitter and it was like 50-50. And honestly, it really would have required like a 90-10, which I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it happened. Like 80-20 kind of, uh, leaning towards, PlayStation but I've got lots of really good friends on Xbox it's my preferred place to play even third-party games um, I like the controller but the network I think is better so anyways I don't know why I just turned that into a console war thing sorry guys but I had a great time I, I spent a few hours playing with Johnny Casino and Ben Butler from the generational gamers podcast and with like this is what d- destiny is all about I've learned a lot since the first one came in terms of what destiny is what it's supposed to be like I I think I just didn't really understand it the first time around, so I hate to say it, or maybe it just feels weird to say, but I'm really excited for Destiny 2. And I hope there's a bunch of you guys like, again, let me know these are multiplayer games we need to have the friendships to make it happen and to get really the most out of it. I don't want to spend my time playing Destiny 2 all by myself, and that might sound desperate, but let's it's mostly. That was a failed attempt to sound inspirational for us all to band together and have a good time together. Anyway, two more games. Uh, really quickly, I was playing Marvel Heroes Omega. This is... I don't know if... Uh, this is going to sound real mean because if if you guys are playing it and you like it, I'm very happy for you. That's And that's the case with everything. Anytime I say like that I'm not enjoying a game, if you're enjoying it, perfect. But for me, Marvel Heroes Omega is comes across as a mobile game on a console like especially on xbox maybe it's not the case with the superpower playstation 4 it runs like garbage it is really choppy it's not i think it's uninspired it's i would rather play ultimate alliance and the problem is that they've got this super expensive bundle of ultimate alliance that they ported to xbox one and playstation 4 it goes on sale every once in a while but it's not backwards compatible on Xbox. I got the 360 games just sitting on my shelf. So I think for this game I would rather just play some Ultimate Alliance. So it's a it was a short short-lived little stint with Marvel Heroes Omega and also a short-lived stint with Ukulele. And I am sad to report that I didn't have like a I wasn't really one over. Now I didn't have the the Banjo-Kazooie experience back in the day, but I did have the Banjo-Kazooie experience on Rare Replay. And what I have come to think is, I'm just gonna play that. I'm just gonna play all the Banjo Kazooie games on on Rare Replay. I, I, I think they're cuter, to be honest with you. I, I think that I can forgive the camera problems in Banjo Kazooie because of their age, but I can't forgive. Like, isn't that weird? Like that I'm willing to to oversee that for one, but not the other. But they're so similar, and one is obviously an older game, but one and one is you know inspired by an older game unfortunately ukulele just it just didn't do it for me and i'm dumb the other part of this is that i'm a little stupid i i to be honest with you i don't think that i know what to do next so uh i beat like i don't even know if i got to the first boss but i found a whole bunch of pages and weird stuff like that and unlock some powers I, I get it like I, I get what you do in it and i think that might be enough for me but anyway onwards and upwards splatoon's probably going to be Probably dominating a lot of my time. Chelsea just got me Mass Effect Andromeda. I might jump into that. I got to finish Horizon. I got Persona. Goodness gracious. I hope your backlog is treating you better than it is mine. Mine is mounting. My 2017 alone backlog is mounting. Let, never mind the, the stuff before. But anyways, let's get into it, guys. We're gonna talk to Marissa Roberto. Like I said at the top of the show, I've been a fan for a very, very long time. I actually, Chelsea and I invited the whole crew from EP Daily to our wedding. We had these amazing Super Mario 3 inspired wedding invitations. It actually looked like the NES cartridge. It had an instruction booklet inside. And turns out Marissa actually received it. So that was, that was really cool to hear. She's now working with Xbox Canada with the Xbox All for One. You can find her as a brand manager for Northern Arena. Here she is, Marissa Roberto! What's with Stardew Valley? Like, I I try to... Maybe it's... I just don't play it on my computer. Like, where are you playing it? Maybe, the, maybe my problem with it is that I'm playing it in the wrong place.
1: Um, I play it on Xbox. Mm. So, um, no, it's like I have my own little setup going. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I know I'm in for some trouble the second I boot it up. Like, the second <laughs> it's on, I know, like, there's gonna be trouble. I, Kate Marissa, you're only gonna play for like me. Like, just if you're if you're lucky, you can do a nice seven days like get a weekend um, but no this time it's like well the fall fair is coming up so you might as well just keep plugging away <laughs> into the fall fair and then uh, I did and like and I was I regretted every second of it because I only got second place
0: oh my god <laughs> after for all that
1: all I only got second place and I um, I kept losing like uh, the fortune teller I don't know how often you play but you, when you turn on the TV for people that don't play um when you turn on the TV there's a fortune teller option where she can tell you if you're gonna have good luck today or not, like mm-hmm. to see if you know, luck or fortune might be on your side. And I turned it on and it said that the fortune would not be on my side. Like uh, you know, don't try your luck at things. Yeah, but why even bother? That- yeah, but the whole thing with the fall fair is that you're supposed to try your luck. Like there are games and stuff. So I was betting my star tickets, and uh, it was a whole thing. And I just regretted it. I only got second place anyway. I was super tired. Like you have to interact with people too. Mm-hmm. Not like you, not like your characters talking to the NPCs, but still, you, you feel like you want to be alive for those moments. And I and I wasn't. I was dead inside. So <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. But um, no, the game is so much fun. But it's also like. You you wake up and feel nothing but regret. Although I I did um, tweet last night in my like I knew that I was just being crazy, but I could not figure out what my chickens did not like me. Like it didn't make any sense. Like I put I was putting hay in the. There was, there was, the silo was full, the silo was full, and I didn't, and I don't understand, like, I'm trying to pet them, like, well, my dog loves me, Mm -hmm. so I don't understand why my chickens don't love me, like, I'm getting no eggs, they're just nothing but anger with me, and then every time I go, I name them after uh, little things in Seinfeld, so my first chicken is called Little Jerry, Even though Little Jerry's a rooster, but Kramer doesn't know that. So, um, and then like I have Twix and and Junior Mint, but I, uh, but like every time I went up to them, they had like clouds over their heads, and then I uh, would go up to them again just to find out more info. And it's like "Mm, Little Jerry's looking a little thin. I'm like, what? There's food. I don't get it. So I went on a crazy like crazy lady Twitter tangent. Thank God. But thank God though, because somebody actually helped me. Like, no, it, they actually like eating the grass outside. You have to plant grass. You have to put down the food. They don't just eat it out of the silo. Like, oh, okay. I never, never would mind. have thought
0: of that. I,
1: I mean, I, I, I mean, that makes sense. Does it? Like, think they just want to be free kind range. Of.
0: Like, you got them all caged yeah, up.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're free range. Like, they go outside, but I didn't give them food outside. Apparently, they enjoy also eating their food outside. So, um they're very particular. These chickens. I don't. Friggin no. is this a family show i can't swear can i
0: i, I put explicit on because sometimes it's okay. and i'm not gonna go back and whatever although i don't know right. if i've ever heard you swear
1: oh my god i swear all the time is it it's the italian problem. maybe i i'm trying to not be that way because xbox keeps mm. putting out this blooper they put up this blooper reel that was every hilarious few, every few months and it's just like i i'm they constantly have to bleep me. And I feel like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like I, I actually have a problem. Like when you see it back, when it's played back for you, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm not very ladylike. Like I need to, my mom has always told me this, but, um, I your need to just Your mom tells you not
0: very ladylike?
1: Oh my gosh. All the time. Just like all, all the
0: time. Are both of your parents Italian?
1: Yes. They're both Italian. That so. seems like,
0: a, like an Italian mother type of thing to say. Like very, very harsh criticism.
1: <sighs> oh my Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to put my mother on blast obviously, but she, yeah, she can, (laughs) she can be that way for sure. Um, but I call it like she and I are, are friends now though. Like why we had, Mm -hmm. um, like she's pretty close to me and she had me when she was 20. So, um, you know, like I tell her now I like, Emma came on, you know what, that that's enough. Like you need to just stop because Mm -hmm. we can't like you're turning your T I call her Tina thing like she has her Tina thing her name's Tina and okay. i and i feel and i feel it come out in me too now like i'm i'm actually turning into her
0: oh isn't so that the weirdest funny, thing
1: it, it's so strange because i left home when i was 18 so for me too like i thought that i would like escape like you know become my own woman and like mm-hmm. not turn into my parents no like you you fully do like you see it happening in the mirror the as you harder go you
0: try not to like my i mean my memory is linked to my dad in terms of like I, I forget things all the time, and I've been making fun of my dad for that since day one. I think it's the things that I make fun of him the most for that I'm, like, adopting, and it's like, there's no stopping it. Yeah,
1: yet. yeah. I mean, yeah, Alzheimer's you're...
0: runs in the family. Like, my brain is yeah. mush. There's no way. Like, I am okay. so screwed.
1: No, I'm so terrified of that. I'm absolutely, like, just to, um, uh, like, because I forget a lot of things, too, and I'm just thinking, I don't know if it's, is it a hereditary thing? Because I'm, I think it I'm really is, yeah. genuinely terrified of it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah i think yeah i, I so think it's like what really heavily this? influenced
0: by family yeah yeah definitely Dang, we like need to sides, start so
1: okay so now you and i need to just seriously um research the foods that we need to eat the mm, things we need to do to mm-hmm, keep our minds mm-hmm. Clear and free, so we don't fall into. I mean, I I don't know. Like, we don't really know what happens, right, or, totally. ha- or how it happens. But
0: I'm um, hoping that by that some happy you. accident that someday they'll just discover that coffee is like that's the key. If you just drink coffee every single day, like two or three cups, you are you will Dude. reverse. We will reverse the effects of Alzheimer's oh, and dementia. Well,
1: that would make me very happy, obviously. I'm just, the, the timing of this call is perfect. Well, I knew the time of the call, so I timed my coffee perfectly. Mm, in my In my little mocha pot. I don't know how you do your coffee, but a do you do it the press. Italian way? Oh, you do the French press. French press is a lot, like you can jolt yourself with a lot of caffeine with those things.
0: <laughs> As it turns out, I might be starting to talk really quickly, so I'm going to try and let you do all the talking. This <laughs> no, no. What's the I Italian do, um, way? I feel like I've had this before. Um, I'm like, I'm too far removed. I want to know. I want to get into like how like entrenched in the Italian culture you are, because okay. I grew up on North in Northside Edmonton, where um, it was very culturally diverse, and if you were part of one of those groups. You were Mm. in it, like your parents were from like (laughs) Italy or Ukraine or wherever. And so I had a lot of Uh, friends who were super, super Italian and they all uh, made fun of me because I wasn't, like my mom isn't and my, my, my family's been here forever. So I was curious for you, like you ended up in Saskatchewan, but are your parents from Italy? Like is?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. Well, first I just want to go back to what you were saying. Um, what, so your mom's not Italian. What, what's your other half?
0: Her family aside is from, from England.
1: Oh, from England. Okay. Um. All right. Whatever. You're still. You're still a European man. Yep. Um. Yeah. I don't. Uh. My. Yeah. My. Both my parents are from Italy, but my mom came over. Uh. To Saskatoon. Go figure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Italians in, do. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, what Italians do. In my nana's belly. So my nonna was pregnant with her on the mm-hmm. boat when they came over here. So she was raised in Canada by very Italian parents so Mm -hmm. her italian is great um my father actually was born in italy and left there when he was 10 um but the thing is it's so strange my dad's italian is actually not the greatest like he just completely adapted to english canadian life and and, and, kind of like left it all behind so our family like my um my family itself like my core immediate family is very canadian like Mm -hmm. we um, we have our Italian customs where, you know, we have pasta. it's just like a, a family thing where we have pasta every Thursday and Sunday. And, you know, you always go to Nana's house on, uh, one of those days. And, um, you know, we, we like our espresso in the morning. We do like, and the thing is, like, my mom also does a thing where she'll put cookies out because Italians love dolces in the morning too. Like, we, they eat sweets for breakfast, which is so strange to me. But, um, and then we do like it. <laughs> Like your classic, I go to Nana's every Sunday here because my dad's from Toronto. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, where she does like her classic pasta first, first, first course pasta, then the second course you got to do something like she, it's a chicken fettina. So she, you know, fries up chicken, um, uh, similar to like a schnitzel. Mm-hmm. And then she um, like serves it with, and we always have salad last. Like so, everything is very regimented. Like everybody that came from Italy, my nana, my nana's sisters, cousins, all of that, they follow the same routine that they've done in Italy. They didn't, they, they never adapted to this Canadian life. Even living in Toronto, they don't like. They still keep their own little community in Etobicoke. Like they don't go downtown. They think it's scary. They won't take <laughs> transit. Like they, <laughs> they don't adapt to this amazing culturally diversity that we have they stay within there although my mom or not my mom my nana really likes um the Asian supermarkets, though. So she does, like, she does still kind of venture out into different cultures and and embraces those, but she doesn't, like, actually embrace the culture of Toronto.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's way better. My grandma is completely opposite, which this is hard I'm going to put this out there. But, I mean, she's so far... She's still around. She's, like, 92. But she her her mind is so far gone that she was at church a couple weeks ago with my mom. And just in the middle, just middle mass, she just screams out, I'm from Winnipeg! Like, she is... (laughs) She's so far gone, and she will go on these rants about how the wow. Asians are taking all our jobs and like just baseless oh no. racism, right? Like just classic old lady racism. Oh it's just, yeah,
1: that's, we're like, that's yeah, not that's so classic. cool to say
0: anymore. It's Grandma.
1: really, I know it's really not, but I guess if she's um, I don't know, I guess we make certain concessions for um,
0: we definitely you know. do.
1: Yeah, like we can't. It's a, like we can't get mad. It's just um, you can't change you know, it now. We exactly, you can't change it. Um, I know somebody. This dude, I rented a car and then because I went on a road trip to Cleveland, um, to the Jays, obviously. Nice. Um, and then uh, I returned it at, at this place. They they drive you back to your house because you don't leave your other car there. But anyway, they um, uh, he was like this older dude, and he was saying something about. Like, just a really sexist comment oh. about women and shopping or something. And I didn't say anything <laughs> because he was just like, he was just a lot older. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like, uh huh. Like, I didn't want to correct him, but there was another guy in the car with me. He was like, uh, so you really can't say stuff like that anymore. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Just, just, calling, just calling him on the shit. I'm like, it's okay. I'm not offended. It's all good. Like, I don't want to. Like but I, I feel know better when somebody from different else generation?
0: fights that fight for you, because you're kind of like, um, "Holy crap! I've just like I can't right now. Like I know yeah. that this isn't jiving no, with I, me, but I uh. do
1: for sure. I I do appreciate um I because I do have a lot of that too. Even just like with hate on, I don't get a lot of it, but mm-hmm. or just certain comments on like Instagrams, I do. Um, you know, appreciate when someone who knows me or has been following me for a while will like respond and be like, yo, dude, like, you're out of line. Mm -hmm. Um, it, you know, it's it's really nice. Like, it's sweet because you do feel like you've created this community somehow. And, and it's nice because, like, even when you're out there in the real world and that happens, like, wow, like, I really am part of this community and we do, and we do care about each other. Like, that is real. Yeah. Well,
0: it's Canada. (laughs) It's, I mean, hopefully (laughs) there's some, there's some truth to the stereotypes.
1: Um, I, I mean, I would hope. So, I mean, of course, there are a holes everywhere, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, a holes. <laughs> I'm trying to be, cause you, cause you have a child, do you not?
0: I do, and it's that's a really funny thing because we haven't stopped swearing in the house yet, and uh, we're gonna okay. have to make like that, and cause we have three dogs who are who can be a little frustrating oh, wow. sometimes. And well, here's it like, I was a normal person, I had one, but when I met I my was a now wife, she had two, like she had. <laughs> I don't know, like, she had this one dog, he was perfectly fine, and then she just wanted to start, like, this farm. She's a lot like you, actually. She loves, like, Animal Crossing, and, like, she just... Oh, my God, I love that. So, there's, whenever you would talk on, on Reviews on the Run about, about Animal Crossing, all these different things, like, she was, like, right there going, that's me. But anyway, she she had, like, these, she had a turtle, she had all these different animals, and I'm like, (sighs) just one, one would have been
1: fine. I know, but you see, you want to care for things, though, and I totally get that. Like, you want to... Like, it just means she has a very loving and open heart, right? Like I, I she wants to. I think she's actually written
0: men off, actually. I think she was willing to just, like, oh. adopt... Like, she always wanted kids, so, but I think she was just writing the husband part out how of did it. How you...
1: Have you already told your story on your podcast of how you met? What if I asked you, would you be... I
0: don't know if we did. Repeating? We, okay. We, we talked about... um I don't know if we did. We talked about, uh, having the baby. So that was, that was cool. So, and that's part of doing this podcast is the, uh, is the impending mindlessness that. I need to remember things so I'm, I'm recording everything now well, i Also internet.
1: like when you had suggested the time I knew that I was going to be playing Stardew Valley. I knew that. <laughs> but I also was just like okay no like he's a dad like I'm not going to suggest a different later time because he's got a dad schedule like you are beholden mm. to this child that you you know need to do everything for so I don't whenever a parent suggests a time to me because I don't I don't have kids so I always feel like okay no like we're just going to do that time because I, I know like my friends have Kids, I, I, you know, I do try to be around children. I understand that they, they just eat up a lot of your energy and your time, so you really need. Well, I to.
0: appreciate that. That's really nice. Uh, Chelsea takes care of like everything. She was up all night. It was not. It was not a great oh. night. But I am a pretty heavy sleeper, so I,
1: I can oh, kind of make oh, I'm awful.
0: It's terrible. I know.
1: Oh God! I see. If it were me. Like this is how I'm planning to be a parent if I am one day. Like I am just gonna wake him up. Like I will, I I will punch him right in the face. Like if he's not, if he doesn't get up with me, like no, if I'm suffering, you're suffering too. Like, I, think most, I think most, I think most dads are
0: better than me at this, though. I think like most of them will like at least fake the effort. But I'm kind of like what like. I can't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I
1: guess it's true. Like you can't really like baby's hungry. So what are you, what are you really going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just like a morale boost. Like you're there, you know, just chatting away. Why can't you, maybe baby wants to hear your voice.
0: That's true. It is pretty neat. He's starting to recognize me now, which is, and even on the phone, like she'll put me on speakerphone and, and he'll start to squeal and stuff, which is, which is pretty neat. Aww, but anyway.
1: That's so sweet. Okay, but you didn't, I was actually asking you about how you met your wife.
0: Oh yeah. So I work for a cancer charity in Alberta. I work for the Alberta Cancer Foundation and exactly. I was there for a couple of years and then we hired this really pretty new staff member who worked at one of the hospitals and we met <laughs> at, at this, this party. And she said something really witty and sarcastic. And I did the like super typical classic, just blah, blah, blah. I was totally, (laughs) I had nothing. And I was so nervous and I was, I was in charge with some presentation that was going on that was not working out. So I was also nervous about that. So, and I had them like, and this is not going well. This first impression is going awful. I'm thinking like, we hire really pretty people here. And then I had to go disappear and it was, she'll make fun of me for that forever and even we went oh. to, we went to a party a little while later and I, I picked up an acoustic guitar and I was just being hammered and stupid. And yeah. Like, play me this. Like she's laying it down, like all the signs and everything. So I play this song. And I'm like, no, I'm going to play Metallica. And I'm just so stupid. I didn't know how to play the song she was saying. She wants like city and color and stuff like that. And I had, uh-huh. I had no idea. So yeah, then oh I, I, I joke, <laughs> we were just talking about this yesterday actually. And I said, you know, I knew exactly what I was doing because look, here we are. We've got this kid and we're married yeah. and all this. Stuff. so it all it all worked out Ah,
1: that's so sweet i love that how long did it take you to ask her out finally though
0: she ended up doing it actually it was all like oh. this we would not be here probably right now it was actually she encouraged me to do the podcast like she she wants me to do all of this stuff and so she's she's the one i'm i'm the coward and and will try to find every excuse not oh, to do no. things uh, i but, mean yeah. they
1: they do say behind every great man is an even greater woman she is but, a greater woman. but um sure. I mean, like, the, I love this story. I love that she's pushing you to, you know, find the things that you love in this world. Mm-hmm. And uh, even even with her, like, pushing you to, like, you know, move forward with her.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, it's funny that, that she comes up because she's like, make sure you ask Marissa about the ukulele. Apparently, you just got a ukulele because <laughs> she's got one sitting in the corner. When the okay. first couple of years we met, she's like, I'm going to learn to play ukulele. And then you get one. So what's you the know deal what? with this?
1: I need to, um, I'm realizing that I need to start some kind of, or <laughs> I need like all these women now that have a different, a couple of husbands have actually told me that their wives have picked up ukuleles and have, have um, started to play them. And I even had some girls reach out to me like, I'm playing the ukulele too. I'm like, you know what? We need to start some kind of, Support group, like, <laughs> like like just strumming circle or something. I have no idea, but um, I have been loving it so much. I actually yeah. it was completely it was completely serendipitous the way that I had picked it up too because I was we were just out. Francisco and I were out and uh, we were like doing our taxes, something just so awful during the day. Like I hate I hated every second Sounds of it. Sounds awesome. But um, yeah, so we were walking. Back because we were in Queen West and we live Queen East, so we didn't want to go home right away. We're just gonna walk around, and um, I'm like, "Oh, there's a Long and McQuaid. Let's go." And he's like, "Why? Why? Why would we go in there?" <laughs> I'm like, "You know, I, I." He's like, "I'm just like, you know what? I think I have a store credit." He's like, "Why would you have a store credit to Long and McQuaid? Like, what a strange thing." Why did you? Like, yeah, because I am. Um, Okay, so when we were shooting Assholes and Americanos with Jones, Mm -hmm. uh, I got this mic that we were trying to use inside a coffee shop where we didn't have to wear labs, but it was just a directional microphone. Right. And because I was trying out the, the whole problem with the show and what we were trying to do was that the audio was just so difficult to maintain because coffee shops are very loud. So, um, well, everybody yeah, anyway. stop
0: having your conversations. you are trying to film a podcast shut <laughs> right
1: now. And you, bu- you behind a bar, you just stop making that coffee too. Like everything <laughs> makes noise, right? Yeah. So, um, we tried it out. It just sounded awful. It was just like mm. a road directional, which is actually a good microphone, but not for what we were doing. So, um, I, moved and I didn't have time to return it, but I gave it to Jones. I'm like, please like, please bring this back for me. I don't have time. Uh, and then, so he had sent me a message saying, Hey, I returned it. you. have a store credit at the store. I'm like, what the F am I going to do with the oh, store that credit? But so, yeah. funny. so it kind of, so it kind of worked out where like I went there, it was, um, $200 and I'm like, and the ukuleles they have, they're like the beginner ones were pretty cheap. And then I'm, and I, and I'm like, you know what? No, I have a full, like I have a nice credit. I'm gonna just pretend that it's not really my money; that it was just a gift.
0: <laughs> mm, so that bumped you up gonna, into intermediate.
1: I'm, yeah, it bumped me up to this really adorable um, Epiphone Les Paul um, looking ukulele. So what? I have a ukulele. Yeah, so I have a ukulele that looks like a little mini guitar. That is the and, um, Yeah, and then when I was getting it, the guy at the store was just like, "Okay, so it has an amp." Uh, plug for an amp as well you know for when you're putting on concerts in the park I'm like yo you have big dreams for me (laughs) and I appreciate that (laughs) so so we're just uh I just went for it and I got home and I've been uh annoying Francisco with my strumming ever since but like he's he's really he's really sweet about it like he's super supportive but like I'm just okay so I'm gonna I'm going to start, he calls it my cheating, cheating. He's Spanish, so he does, um, he'll put like a Spanish accent on things
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, just to make fun of me. He's like, okay, hey, so it's time for cheating, cheating. I'm like, yeah, we're doing it. So <laughs> I'll uh, I'll just do it for like an hour or so or whenever my. That's like. pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I do, I know a lot of Taylor Swift songs, I must say, mm-hmm. but because um, they're the easiest 2 they're only about like four or five chords each mm-hmm. time. But I do need to learn Metallica, so I can get on, on ukulele, your level.
0: that would be... No, and on it's ukulele. not even good. Like, that's the problem. Is like, yeah, no, it's... <laughs> that's. But I wanted to ask you, like, how intimidating is it as, like... Because I know, like, I'm not... I would definitely not count myself as a musician. I know a few chords, and that's it. But you go into yeah. these music stores, and these people live, oh my breathe, God. and sleep music. And I know. Like well, like,
1: I felt like such an asshole. Like, I didn't... Aw. I'm like, okay, well, I'm... I'm like, well, I don't play an instrument. I was in here maybe a few years ago when I uh got a guitar for myself because i'm like i'm going to learn an instrument did not literally uh, learned four chords it put cool it on the wall. put it away i mean i don't even, i have it in a bag in a closet and i even when i moved to vancouver i took it with me cuz i'm like i'm going to learn this thing mm-hmm. i'm going to get it and no it just stayed in the closet so um i don't like i just felt like a failure with that and Aww. i and i and i want to you know when i start something i want to actually learn it and and um, be halfway decent at it i'm not i I feel like I'm not really a master of anything. I'm just one of those, like, <laughs> I'm trying to be like a jack of all trades, but, uh, like even with the skateboarding, like I am not good, but I am, I still try because I can't, I, What's I can't, skateboarding? I will be able to. Oh yeah. So I'm, I, well, I longboard. <laughs> By the way. I, yeah. Well, even with my, yeah, so I, I guess you don't have me on Instagram. Do you have Instagram? I don't
0: have Instagram because I I think I don't, I don't take enough pictures and I would just end up being a creeper. I think I'd just be flipping through other people's stuff and I don't, oh my- I don't like that.
1: What? What? what okay, you know what? I'm not gonna push you because um, <laughs> sounds like' you're pushing um, me. It, that's, it, a, it,
0: that's a classic I, Canadian thing you're doing right now and I don't like
1: I, it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. another Canadian <laughs> thing. Uh, I'm not gonna push you
0: but, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do have a couple of friends that actually just deleted Instagram because they felt like it was eating their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also and it's also the one social the one the highest um loved level of depression that comes from social media is from Instagram. So, um, if you can, if you fall into that mindset where you're constantly comparing yourself to others, or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have a lot, or if you have jealousy issues, I would not, um, recommend Instagram at all because people tend to only put their best lives out there, right. Or, Mm -hmm. or uh, whatever they want to put out there, like you manipulate it, it's your photo, right. So, um, you know, that's, it's a dangerous game if you're, uh, if you do compare yourself to others, but, um, I just like it now because of the, cause I actually, Instagram did give me anxiety. Like just, oh, posting. Really? A, oh yeah, for sure. Like posting, um, a permanent photo mm. there. Like I, I feel a lot of pressure to make it good. Like it, it's gotta be a good photo, but not just a good photo, a good Instagram photo, which is, um, you know, another echelon of things. What, so what,
0: describe, um, I'm sure there's not a pure definition, um, but what does that mean to you?
1: uh I, like the composition has to be good it ha- mm. there's got to be something there's got to be something significant about the moment to me like i want I, if it's going to be permanent on my on my page like on my profile then it's going to mean something to me where i look back on it later being like oh you know what that was a good memory for me and i'm glad that i kept that Um, but you know, I've been told by different people that manage social media accounts or people that are big in social media that you have to post every single day. And that's just way too much. That's way too much pressure for me to make something fantastic and permanent and memorable every day. But. What I love about the story now aspect of it, which they, you know, that was Snapchat's thing, but now mm. it's on Instagram. So um, I love that you can just post it on your story. This is my day. Like I'm sharing my day with you, little clips of it, and it goes away. So after you see it, that's fine. Like it's done. You don't oh, need that's to see nice. it again. And I and I like that because I don't feel like these little things, need like me writing, because we just got a boosted board. So um, like me writing a boosted board is so much fun, and I, and I want to share that with people. But I don't need to make it a permanent thing. I have it. I have this all the time now. So I don't want it to be an everyday thing, but on my story, it's all good. Like here, this is Wednesday. I'm writing my booster board or I'm playing my ukulele or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, these little like clips of things. So if you have, um, Instagram ever one day, you can follow me at mrob29. I, I try to entertain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you do. What's the 29 by the way? Like were, was this um, one of the like? This is something like my dad would do. His his email was set up in 1998, so he's got a 98 <laughs> in it. Like, were you 29 <laughs> when you set up um, all your social media? Uh,
1: no, I was not. Are but, you 29? I don't uh, even know how old you are, no, but I won't ask. I'm not. It's not not yeah, nice you know, to ask. Nope. Yeah, like, you're right. It's not every time somebody asks me my age, I'm just like, well, how old do you think I am?
0: Nope. And I'm then more. I and I
1: always and I always love the answer if they choose to answer because I like I like the uncomfortable question followed by an uncomfortable question back, like, mm-hmm. well, how old do you think I am? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, it's not whatever. I'm just
0: But I'm is just it like an athlete? I figured I'm, it was an athlete's number actually. I figured It is it
1: was. well, okay, so it is and it's not because I um uh like yes, a lot of uh, fantastic goalies um mm-hmm. have had the number twenty nine. Um like if you're a Leafs fan, Felix Pot them. But um
0: classic I, Okay, so that gives but, me an idea of age. Okay, so you're giving yourself away a little but, bit.
1: But a little bit, but Actually, the, the real reason for the number twenty-nine is because of the, the love of my life, really, which is Francisco. Because I, um, when it, when we first met, he he like also wore the number twenty-nine, and his favorite number was twenty-nine. But every time I would look at the clock, I would see the number twenty-nine. It would no, be like ten twenty-nine, Right now, it's
0: ten twenty-nine. Right now.
1: Okay, so right? Do you see how that happened? So, and because we're talking about it, so. Um, like I think I I'm going to do... throw
0: up. That's way yeah. too much for my to handle.
1: <laughs> 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 so now you and I are connected. Um, yeah, so uh, that just, it kind of represented my, or the universe mm-hmm. letting me know that I was supposed to be with this person. So um, we, you know, we have the number 29 tagged on all of our things. So when we, our first gift to each other was, the, I'm going to age myself again, but um, the little, When the iPod came out, do you remember like it was like iPod mini or something? Mm -hmm. Not the, not the original.
0: Not ipod the na- but the there's one we like no and a mini but it was kind of like the mini was kind the, of smaller but still huge yeah if you at it now. yeah the
1: mini was smaller but it was silver like it was the first mm-hmm. time it, it wasn't white anymore you can you can also have it engraved mm-hmm. so um oh, we nice. so we got each other ipods to share our music with one another and we got them engraved with like our 29 so like our our, our names plus 29 so he says go kid 29 and i was um rissa at the time which is why that's my <laughs> that's how you found me on skype but mm-hmm. um now i just adopted it to i Rob because I love, uh, baseball as well. So, um, yeah, just kind I of like a, it. it's just kind of like our, our love number. <laughs> are you, I
0: actually, no, and I want to dive into it actually because you're trying to avoid it because, and that means I'm going to dive in. I, so, like, I are am. You, yeah. Are you like a serendipity? Like you mentioned serendipity before. You mentioned sort of like cosmos mm-hmm. and the numbers. Like
1: mm-hmm. what is this?
0: What, what yeah. something here?
1: I always feel like the universe. I mean, I don't, I don't tap into it. Uh, as much as I should, because I, I feel like you can, you can go really deep into this stuff. But I've always, mm-hmm. you know, believed, you know, because like, I mean, a lot of people think astrology is stupid. I, I, I do believe in it. like, there's a lot of similarities, like if you look at anything, or even just whatever your sign is, if you look at what that sign represents, like you do find a lot of similarities in those things. But um with numbers in the universe, I just feel like, yeah, there is something, there is something there, like, if you really tap into it a little bit, Um, like the first time I went to, um, like for, like I love baseball for so many reasons, but I feel like the universe was, you know, allowing me to love it and to dive into it a little bit more because Mm -hmm. I went to my first, um, baseball game outside of Toronto. So I went to my very first ballpark, which was Jacobs Field at the time, um, which is where the Indians play. Um, and, the first and the the game we were there, we got there. It was a giveaway day, and there was um blankets with Grady Sizemore on it, and I loved Grady Sizemore at the I time. I love it. And um and that night after the game, you could stay because they were going to be putting on like it was so it was such a beautiful night, and mm-hmm. they had um The Natural, which is my favorite baseball movie, love it. on on the their Jumbotron and you and like um the season ticket holders were allowed to go onto the field and like put their blankets down and watch it. I just thought it was so, that is so like awesome. it was so it was such a summer romance. Like mm-hmm. it was but with baseball. Like it was this beautiful starry night and this movie on the big screen and this beautiful ballpark and like just everything about it made me feel so good and so lucky to have appreciated the sport enough for this to give it back to me in such mm-hmm. a beautiful way. So, I mean, it's just little things like that that I try to take in and also appreciate because mm-hmm. I, I do think it's the universe's way of like being like, hey, this is cool, and, or we're glad to have you kind of thing. Um, glad to which have you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is like
0: just, Thanks for I stopping know, by. Like,
1: like, maybe it's silly, but... Uh, no, I love
0: it because I, I live... I totally, and I, I'll just sort of like, I don't know if it's to to make you feel better of our opening up like that. But I, yeah. I think about this stuff way too much all the time. Like, cause I even look <laughs> at like points in my life of like, if like there, I can track the moment where like, you that's how I met my wife. The story goes actually way further yeah. back than that. And it was actually just not skipping class on a particular day that led what? me to seriously and that, like and I, I'm curious because your path is so interesting just having gone through you know with the s- sports media and then to EP mm-hmm. and, to, mm-hmm. and to where you are now and I, I want to get to that and okay. but for me it was about like you know I was in university I was a pretty good student but like if I didn't have to go to class like I, I'd probably talk myself out of it so there was oh there were, sure. there were times where I'm like no I'm good but this one day uh, I went, I happened to go to class. And at the end of that class, they had this, this presentation from, th- there was a new class that you could take where you get work experience, you know, in the summer. And typically mm-hmm. a lot of like the smart kids that the kids who actually knew what they were doing in university would do like co-op. They would do like a semester or a year or two in an actual like work environment and they would extend mm-hmm. their degree another year. And I was already yeah. taking my time. Like I was, I was, I was taking forever. So I just wanted to get it done. So I saw this as an opportunity to get a job. Anyway, it's a super long story, but long story short is um, I applied for a couple of jobs, got offered three. I picked one that led me to work for the place full time, which led me to then find the job at the Burt Cancer Foundation, which led me to meeting my wife, which led me to all these other things.
1: Incredible. Yeah. And it was that day. If I missed it,
0: who knows?
1: So I could yeah, be divorced no, you're right. right now.
0: I could have seven kids. I don't know. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be talking you could, to you.
1: You could still, you could still be strumming that guitar. that same Metallica song. Oh just God. trying to make it work. Just no, trying to make I, it work. I
0: would just, be, I would have, I would have gone on things like Guns and Roses and just been playing like uh, <laughs> Paradise City nonstop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the work placement thing. Like I did the same thing at. Um, Seneca at York, when I was taking journalism, there was an opportunity to, um, apply for, uh, TSN best program, which is what, where they took, they selected six, um, students from across Canada to come in and intern, a paid internship at TSN, but you'd have to leave school and you'd have to go, like, join the next class, Mm -hmm. um, the next year. So, yeah, so I was, uh, one of those, but honestly, like, I just feel really lucky to have, gotten those opportunities and i i like i had a great in like had great recommendations because i had been working at this steakhouse at the time where i met uh jay triano and we became friends and Mm -hmm. he sent an awesome recommendation in for me um uh to tsn and just like you know like i feel very fortunate to have gotten these things and it is through hard work absolutely and and you know dedication, but it's also from um, relationships that you build with people. So um because Do you mentioned steakhouse,
0: were you a server?
1: Uh, not at that steakhouse. I was actually a hostess at that steakhouse, but I yes, I, I have been serving actually most of my life like that's where i, I also feel like when you're kind of a performer like <laughs> serving is a lot of fun because you yep. perform really you're putting on little performances for each table yeah um and it's like kind of a little practice for you before you go so even when i first started with reviews in the run i was still serving so i um mm-hmm. um yeah that whole time like while i was in toronto i was doing that too because it was fun it honestly is fun it's good money and um you meet awesome people totally. like energy toronto
0: that was awesome. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to ask because I feel like mm-hmm. cause I was a server too, and I feel like that just kind of changed my entire. Like I was, I grew up very shy too. But like when you're when you're a server, you're really not allowed to be shy. Like you, you can't. sort of have to find something inside of you that goes like I have to talk to these total strangers and yeah. make, them, make them happy.
1: Well, yeah, make them happy, but you also want to develop a relationship with them mm-hmm. too. But you have to develop it quickly. And it's so funny how, you know, the, the night will go on and, um, you know, one little thing will go wrong. Just like in life, one little thing goes wrong and you've built this great relationship and it just goes out the window. Like mm-hmm. everything goes to the window. If they like send their steak back or, uh, um, you know, you're not quick enough for something like just things like that can go wrong. So it is, I mean, it does kind of relate to life in some way. Like your, your night time. as a server relates to oh. just to how every day works. Right. But, um,
0: I yeah, like no, think everybody good. should be a good. server in their lifetime, yeah. really. I think all well, servers say that actually.
1: All servers say it because, you know, uh we've always believed in um karma. So mm-hmm. when you're out at a restaurant, we i I'm assuming you tip well yep. because you you believe in that uh, you know, karma. But um yeah, I think just from that, like <laughs> like teaching people that you know what, this actually is not that easy of a job yep. and um like they've got to work hard for it so you know, i don't know how i ever did maybe it Maybe i will leave 18 to 20 yeah. percent at least
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is my that's but, my anyway i'll, I'll leave that yeah whatever no, people I, tip I, is no, totally I'm just, fine I'm like yeah. if,
1: but honestly if a service if service is just wretched mm-hmm. i will leave i will leave 15 but mm-hmm. like i can't leave less than i can't leave less than 15 like it it makes me feel ill if i do that but um
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, eighteen twenty. If it's if it's really good, it's usually twenty.
0: Yeah, that's twenty-two. Good. That's whoa. Yeah.
1: Well, it just depends. Sometimes people just blow you away, and I'm that's like, yeah, true. that girl is a really good server. Like, I'm I love being impressed by people.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you gotta just let them, and then I'll, like I let them know. Also, it's good to like verbally tell them I effing love you.
0: Mm-hmm. I have I have way more of a stressful job now, and I love my job now, and it really isn't that bad. But compared to like compared to serving, like I, I'm doing bigger things i think it's i don't know if that's a knock I, yeah. I don't want that to be a knock but like you know i'm in no, I, not I'm charge all. of a lot of money i guess is one, one way to put it so yeah but i still have server dreams like i still have dreams oh where i'm God, like i no can't, can't get these drinks to the table fast why is this pot taking so long to pour into this cup like, <laughs> i know <to> this day. <laughs> it's so
1: true. where did you where did you serve it sounds like you served at like a montana's family Cookhouse.
0: A cl- well boston pizza which canadians will recognize i don't think it's in the states do you guys have bps in um in ontario it might be more yeah, of a oh, Western yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. okay. It
1: is, it is a Western thing, but there are a few of them here, but I know it from, Sa- like, they're all over Saskatoon. Sure, but, yeah. But, yeah. um, I. Yeah, no. I used to my first serving job was at a Montana's family cookhouse. Mm-hmm. And I always I always have to say the whole name, Montana's family cookhouse. <laughs> We're like, um we <laughs> had to write our names upside down the table and like say that. we um <laughs> I oh every, every night I just reeked. Like we wore jeans mm-hmm. and the grease, like the, the jeans would absorb the grease from the kitchen, like the little um cornbreads that we have. by the way, those cornbreads <laughs> they're they're they have the same con- fat content as a Big Mac. And, like, oh. people, like, I would eat them all the time because they're so friggin' delicious. And then I discovered, like, oh, this is why I can't fit into mm-hmm. my jeans. Okay, got it. I'm going to have to put these down. But, um, you no, know, my jeans would, <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't wear the jeans in, like, social settings. I could only wear them at Montana's because of how it just just like the restaurant. wretched. <laughs> just how wretched you <laughs> smell. But, yeah, server dreams are real. And it's so funny mm-hmm. because I really enjoy games like Diner Dash. Yep. Um, and like, and like overcooked. overcooked so I really, yep. I really love, um, that, that rush feeling where it's like, no, go, 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 like do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like, it's stressful. I have no idea why, like why I want that stress, but yeah. it's just one of those, like you kind of, it is a game. Like it, 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 while you're doing, do you play a with football, Francisco? You make a game out of it. Of course, yeah. Yeah,
0: I feel like it's, like, the true, like, relationship test. Like, I can't play with my brothers and sisters because, like, we're fractured. Like, we apparently don't have, like, that solid foundation. And we can dive into some serious psychoanalysis there. But Chelsea and I are good. Like, we are rock solid (laughs) as a team.
1: (laughs) I know you're right. I think it is a good relationship tester. Although, like, we've had to quit a couple times because Mm. I can't, like, because I'm not I'm really like you do not want to play video games with me. Like I'm not nice. I swear a lot and I will like yell at you and it's not because I'm I'm desperate for that three stars. So yes, I will. I like I will get very verbally abusive mm-hmm. and it's not it's not fair. It's not fair to Francisco especially. Like be like okay, like that, that that's enough. I think we have to stop playing. And so we'll just play like <laughs> snipper clips after to like mend the relationship because I can't like you, you start off with overcooked then you have to mend it somehow with like Elo Milo or. Um, of snipper clips, like something that- Well, you're literally will, will bond each you.
0: other in sep- snipper clips. I feel like that's kind of a strange way. It and, is, and it but, also but it's more calming. Yeah, is it? Like, I feel like, oh, yeah. well, maybe this is just how fractured my relationship with my family is, because I couldn't play that <laughs> with my brother either. I'm just like, just, just off the, like, a little off the top. That's way too much. What are you thinking? How do not see the end goal here? Come on. No,
1: I feel like it offers, uh, just a lot of laughs. Like, snipper clips will- because you because there's no uh, clock counting down, you mm. have the opportunity to you know be creative and uh, you know give each other hilarious haircuts and or <laughs> body cuts really. <laughs> and, like there there are good opportunities there for a lot of laughs and good times. So um, like I have so many screenshots, like I have so many photos saved in the switch of just like hilarious <laughs> hilarious oh, cuts. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's just really great co-op there. Like overcooked for sure. Like I'm. What, like, what a game. What, what a fun freaking game. What role game. do you
0: play with Overcooked? Like, are you planning things out, or are you going, like, I can execute well, whatever plan you can, or are you more The thing is,
1: like, with Overcooked is that, like, you, I do like to be the prepper. I do like prepping all the mm-hmm. meat and, and the, the veggies and mm-hmm. all that, but mm-hmm. sometimes in different levels, you don't have that opportunity. Like, you are stuck on a side, or you have to switch somehow, or there's a lot of, like, at, The trucks at, are the, moving away
0: from each other. The trucks
1: are moving, yeah, and then we have the expansions as well, so mm-hmm. in those ones, like, you... There is a lot going on where you can't just have one role. Like you need to do everything and mm-hmm. communicate a lot. So, oh, and then when those mice come in or those rats that come and take uh, your food, oh my god! Like how irritating! It's so like funny. you can't, you can't, you can't pre prep. They will mm-hmm. take your pre prep food. Mm-hmm. It's very annoying um anyway i don't wanted to go into my stress That's of overcooked hilarious. right now like well, i'm getting sweaty just talking about it
0: okay we'll, we'll we'll pivot a little bit i wanted to talk you, you mentioned <laughs> it's not fun to play video games with you and i know <laughs> or i not... think i know this about you you grew up playing games with with your brother right
1: yeah yeah i did but um like we would fight all the time like my my <laughs> moments where i enjoy like really enjoyed the games or when i was alone, really, like playing Super Mario 64, mm-hmm. or like, just, like, playing Aladdin, just like games where I could, I you it. know, be alone with it, or like, if, my dad had an NES he never played, and he had Bubble Bobble on it, and that Bubble was like Bobble's one of my first,
0: best. Yeah, yes.
1: that was one of my first experiences with like, you know what, I friggin' love video games, mm-hmm. so, um, like, those little moments, but we would play, uh, with my brother, we would play a lot of GoldenEye, a lot of Mario Kart, and, like, yes. like the N64 was everything to us. So, mm. um, But we would play so much that I would get, like, styes. Like, we'd have these red <laughs> styes in our eyes, like, so bad, like, just straining it. Or my mom's like, hey, like, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I, I do feel as though they did get us these video game systems and the things we wanted so that we would stay home or that I would stay home. Like, I do still, as much as my parents are Canadian, they're also very Italian with their... You know, the strict like daughter must stay home, like mm. no going out, no parties, no sleepovers, like that kind of stuff. Yep. Um so, you know, it was a way for them to keep me home. It was fine, I was happy. But um yeah, so as much as like I'm sure they didn't want us playing all the time, they also did want us playing so i didn't complain about the fact that i was not allowed to go out mm-hmm. like i we i did have lessons and stuff like i had dance lessons and voice lessons and um i did work as well my mom had a salon there and i and i would i was a receptionist there for her so you know we did i did have other things activities outside of the home but mm-hmm. it was you know when it's a weekend when the weekend comes and you know that your friends are out in a bush party in saskatoon and you're not allowed to go. Oh, you know, no. like, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's okay. Like, I'm looking back at, like, hindsight is always great. Like, oh, thanks, mom. Like, I actually did appreciate the fact that I
0: wasn't, you
1: know, drinking underage with these people. But, you know, at the time, as a teenager, you feel like, okay, well, what the hell this is
0: the worst thing in the world
1: It's the worst thing in the world like that's when you start fighting like I you know that's when you start fighting and you know talking back to your parents and Mm -hmm. I always said um my mom always said listen like you know you if you're under my roof you have to follow my rules and um you know when you're 18 if you feel like you want to move out and live your own life and do your own thing that that's on you so I had always planned in my mind okay I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna work really hard um, I got a I used to get a, a job hostessing for the first time at the young glass in Saskatoon when the Montana's family cookhouse opened there. <laughs> <laughs> I, so was a, I would work for her on the weekends at the salon and I would yeah. a hostess at the restaurant and I just saved everything I could so I could move to Toronto and um And did you, you know, take that my own lady like
0: eighteen like birthday yeah. like you're gone?
1: Yeah, I took it literally. So, um, just saved up as much as I could. And my mom, like, she knew, she knew that I was headstrong. Like, she knew that mm-hmm. I was going to do exactly that. Um, which is so funny because my brother, my brother and I, uh, are just totally different. Like, he's mm-hmm. still, he's still at home.
0: Is he, <laughs> like, is he older or younger, younger than you? Is he is your little he, brother?
1: He, he is my little brother. He's not yeah. that much younger than me, but, uh, he, uh, yeah, he's still, he's still at home. Mommy is still. Takes care of him. Is, but, is she um, happy about that, or like? I, <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing with the with the Italian family. Exactly. Like they they love it. Like it's not. He doesn't really get in their way. Like, he does do his own laundry. Like he is his own person. But mm. um, you know, I guess it's nice. <laughs> it's that's nice to around because yeah, that's the benchmark <laughs> exactly. So I don't know if he like classic Italian man or boy, mm-hmm. um, waiting for, you know, a lady to come along to take care of him and maybe that's when he'll, <laughs> when he'll leave the home. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I love my brother, but I always make fun of him cause it's like, dude, like that's enough. Like just like leave mom and dad alone already. Honestly,
0: mm-hmm. was he allowed to go out? Like you know, was it, were, were the rules yeah. more on you? So like you were sort yeah, of yeah. Like, well,
1: I was the well. I think it just happens when you're the oldest that you
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: your parents are a little more harsh with you and the rules. But um and then especially because he was a guy. Uh, yeah. Um you know they're they're less strict. Like there's not. I mean I I get it. Like I'm not I'm not a, a parent, so I'm not feeling those pressures yet. But I understand you know, wanting to protect your little girl, like, I get that, mm-hmm. right? Versus, and but it's unfortunate, I think that's always why, like, I've been jealous. I've always been jealous of guys my whole life, I've mm-hmm. always been jealous, because I feel like, you know, they're easier, they have easier relationships with their friends. Um, They, you know, when, when they do fight with one another, when they do get in arguments with their friends, like, usually, they'll just bro it out, and it'll be cool, and everything's fine. But I always found that with women, like, or girls, and um, especially in middle school and high school like when you fight with them like that's it your relationship is over that's like it. it's done there's mm-hmm. no mending it like you 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 know hold so much contempt for this person for the rest of your life which it like it sucks I don't I hate that mentality so I does that I, go I, away
0: like you said especially in those times but like is that yeah is that you know, I think
1: fi- well it goes it's gone away for me only yeah. because I've I've
0: you actively um, avoid that, right?
1: Right, and I I realized it. I think a little bit more. Like as I got as I've gotten older, I've just have gotten more in tune and in touch with the person that I am and who I want to be. And I, um, yeah. And you realize that. Like once you realize you're kind of falling into the same traps that you know a lot of people do, and or follow the same gender traps that mm-hmm. you kind of fall into. You once you see it, it's easy to identify it and then try to, you know, escape it somehow. So I really like. My big thing is like supporting women. Like I love, Mm -hmm. I love seeing women thrive and doing their thing and not to feel competitive with them in any way. Like I do, I'm just like doling out all the likes on Instagram and like, and on (laughs) Facebook. I I love that love and support there i think it's Mm -hmm. important to nurture it and show women that it's okay like we don't need to compete with one another we can actually support one another and um still thrive in what we're doing like we don't just because we're doing the same thing doesn't mean we can't both do it well and still have our own audiences and still share that you know it's it's very possible to do that um so i don't know it's hard like Mm -hmm. i think we're you know, we're making strides. There's a lot of women out there, especially on Twitter too, that I'm finding feel the same way, but. Yeah. yeah I don't, and I don't want to hard.
0: ask you about that. Cause it does seem like that is, that was so static for so long. But then maybe just when the last like, I don't know. I, I'm not in it as much. So, and I'm obviously yeah. like white guy, like white single or white married male. Um, <laughs> the world hates you right now. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm not allowed to talk about anything. So I'll just like, I'll throw it back to you. <laughs> like, like, do you feel the like there's no, I wouldn't say that. I think we're still doing kidding. all right. And I, just, yeah, yeah. I know you are I just this is the internet so <laughs> um, like do you feel like there's a little bit because it does seem like that that like it seems like we've been trying to like spark that fire for so long and then yeah. like maybe maybe there's something there maybe there's a little bit of smoke happening here.
1: Um, I don't know. I feel not. it's, I mean, it's, it's hard to say it's hard to say because yeah. we like, we're all, you know, we feel empowered when, you know, we see great things happen, like, uh, Wonder Woman doing so well in the box office and, mm-hmm. and also, not only that it does well, but it also, you know, inspires, it inspires women. And I saw this, uh, po- somebody, I don't know, posted something. I don't know if it was a painting or something, but just saying Wonder Woman is a state of mind. And I think that's oh, true for men for men and for women because it's not like she, you know, had to sit. I love the whole, I'm, I've seen it a couple times times, but I love the whole, Shocking. you know, yeah. <laughs> like when she is <laughs> just, she's home and she's with these women and they're training together and there's no, there's no competition. Like they're there for each other. They're there to support each other. And it's all about, um, you know, supporting fellow man as well. Like when she ventures out there in the world, like she really is, you know, trying to make the world a better place. And I think that's so true. Like it really is a state of mind. I think we all need to think that way where we, you know, support our fellow man and and try to make the world a better place. Like it sounds simple, but it's incredibly difficult. Um, Especially when you encounter assholes in your day and you're just like, you know what? Like, like F you, Mm. I'm going to be an asshole to you too. Like it's so easy to fall into that. And I do, I fall into it all the time. And so I'm trying to, um, I try to not even though I still do it all the time, I have such a church. hard time
0: believing that. Like you're probably saying that, and you're just like, because you say like a hole, and like. Well, no,
1: I'm just trying to be because I just feel like you have it, a baby, and I don't want he's to listen
0: to this. And he'll, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll show him one day, but I'm, we'll be so far advanced we don't even have headphones. Then it'll just be like teleport into our brain somehow.
1: I can't. I'm, tra- I'm like if my mom's listening, I'm trying that's to make good so girl. Funny. Um <laughs> uh yeah, no, I'm trying to not make uh especially on the internet, trying to not make assumptions about people or mm-hmm. assumptions about uh just like anything because yeah. that's what leads to so many arguments, so many like we put these um we put these judgments on people and then we hold them for so long that it's hard to like you almost doubt people. So like, even when I first started with the reviews in the run, I I was at Fan Expo for the first time, and I'd only been on the show for a month. So I was really nervous. Mm-hmm. Like I was with these people that I loved and and you know admired, and I um and the, one of the first questions somebody came up to me with was like, so what's your gamer score? Uh... Like I I don't I don't know what it is. Like I don't yeah. I don't I don't know. Like I don't look it, at that. I don't so focus on that, matter. but I don't. Right, but that was my first realization that, you know what, this is gonna be harder than I thought. Like, Mm -hmm. people are going to judge me, for sure, because I have a vagina. Like, that's just, it's just something that's gonna happen. And I, I, and I get it because I did the same thing and I still do the same thing. It like gets hard for me to, um, you know, it's hard for you to believe somebody or you feel like you want, they just want the attention of this moment or it's easier to get into this because you, this industry, because you do have a vagina and it, there needs to be more of them here. So, um, hmm. you know, I thing? don't like it. The, the thing is, is that it is um if you love this stuff like you genuinely love it it's okay that's gonna shine through one way or another you just have to keep at it so for all the women out there that does it shine
0: through the vagina is that what happens
1: shines it shines right (laughs) through the vagina right in your face um yeah (laughs) they're just wonderful aren't they
0: um
1: (laughs) i always think of that south park episode where um, like they're queefing and they have to like and Martha Stewart and Martha Stewart makes that that pot the whatever it is like where she she queefs on her show and it like this big cloud of sparkles and fairies it was just so stupid oh, I love dying. that park so much um I get, like, god, I love that show. We just realized uh, that
0: we sing, we make up songs to Lincoln. I'm so sorry for interrupting, but on, on South Park, we, we sing songs, <laughs> we make them up on the spot. They don't last more than a day, but there's one that has stuck around and we realized it is because we're, we're singing it to the melody of I'm super thanks for asking the big gay Al song from the movie. <laughs> it's just, and we're Lincoln I'm, and we realized like just yes we were watching that video yesterday, but anyway, back to women. <laughs>
1: Back to vaginas. Yeah. Um, well, I don't even remember what I was saying. Uh, now that I'm thinking about queefing and Martha Stewart, um, <laughs> so vulgar. But um, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh yeah. So for women to oh, get into the industry, right. like it's yep. it's um, like yes, the um, the door is unlocked for you. Like you mm-hmm. don't need to. Search and find a key. The door is unlocked there for you. You can easily get, get into it, um, especially if you start streaming or, or, you know, you know, it's so easy to, to break in now. Mm-hmm. But it's so much harder because there's so many people because it is so easy, right? So, right. Um, when you do, when you ha- have the golden vagina, like it is helpful to get a following, especially for men, because there's so many men out there, um, trying to break in too. So, um, the door is unlocked, but the thing is, is that Over time, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like you Mm -hmm. need to. Like people can tell when you're genuine or not, right? Over time, so um, you just kind of have to prove yourself by keeping your head down and just moving forward. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I've found. Well, that's landed you a new gig.
0: Now with, the uh, yeah. eSports brand, what is this? So are you doing yeah. both? Are you, have you left Xbox? No, no, no. Oh, I'm good. not like
1: this here. Yeah, no, no. I'm not. Here's the thing. I do ever since, um, the show went off the air. So EP Daily and reviews in the run, I've been doing contract work. So, um, I'm my own brand. I'm my own, uh, I'm my own job. I love that. <laughs> but, I, but I, uh, just find. Um, different companies to work with that I believe in that I want to attach my brand to and I want their brand attached to me. So um, I was super happy when Xbox Canada reached out because like, yes, obviously like I'm 100% in on mm-hmm. Xbox all the time. So um, I was really happy that they developed this amazing community show. And I and so I good. like just to see it, just to see it come together and, and meet these incredible people that I uh, otherwise would not have met. Even if I, you know, it's luck of the draw sometimes on Xbox Live too, right? Like you find people that you know like the same games as you, but you might not enjoy them as people. But to actually get to meet <laughs> these amazing, um, people in real life that that all connect through this console is incredible. Like you, um, like obviously you had Dapper on the show, yep. and so another serendipitous thing. What up, Dapper? Another <laughs> serendipitous thing. Like I worked with Dapper, and mm-hmm. because he came on your show that's how i discovered you too because he shared you and like i'm all over like every anything dave proposed i'm all over it.
0: oh i love <laughs> like, he's it so,
1: he's so um he's, he's just one of those like uh canadians that's just such a treasure like he is just like genuine with everything he does yes. he means he means everything he says he's mm-hmm. really that nice he he really is like this Um, you know, Xbox lover to the extreme for sure, but he also just loves video games to Mm -hmm. the extreme. So it's not like he's, you know, sipping the Xbox Kool-Aid. He really is, (laughs) he really is genuine with his love for these things. And I, and I'm, you know, so appreciative of that. You love being around those kinds of people. So, Mm -hmm. um, getting to meet. And, and host different segments. Like, I'm so excited about different segments that are coming down the pipe here because I, you, you get to know people in the community here and it's such a great one. And then you get to have them on the show somehow or, or, um, just seeing them shine like the 150 that we just put out with 150 Xbox games. Uh, um, so word burglar i'm so happy that we got him oh god i was so stoked on it when i saw that he uh was going to be a part of it and um he just he just lays out this amazing rap with 150 video games on it i'm like wow this this guy is so (laughs) talented and i knew him like i met him through the video game community through Mm. sean hatton like he knew sean hatton and i went to uh his five dollar rap show with um, word burglar and more or less like it happens uh, i think once a month on a thursday um they'll do it anyway they're super talented awesome. like i just love that i get to meet these creative talented people but through video games mm-hmm. like it's it's incredible so i feel really fortunate to have uh the gig with xbox so that is something that i do um so how that works is uh, like I do, like cover events for them, but it's only um, like from in studio. We only shoot once a month, so okay. um, it's not like a full time gig by any means. It's, it's again contract work. So the same deal is happening with Northern Arena, where I was their host last year for their events, their big events. I was the host, but I did find that I wasn't connected to it. Like it was just mm. one of those things where I'm okay. I'm this is. You know, they're paying me a fee to come in and host, but, um, and I tried to get to know the players as much as I could, but at the same time, like, you're not part of this community, so you don't feel the same connection. So when, uh, Carl approached me about a brand manager position, I, I was unsure at first because this is a whole new uh, venture for me, Mm -hmm. but it also would afford me the opportunity to do something part-time, but also attach myself to this community even more. And now, I'm I will have I haven't started yet, but I will have the opportunity to um not only communicate with the community mm-hmm. but with the players, with the teams, with the sponsors. So I have I'm I will now have an outreach and connection to all of the different aspects of um uh, this esports company, which is incredible, which is growing, which the Canadian scene, the North America scene, North American scene is growing. So, you know, to be a part of it is really cool and I can't like last year was so I was so blown away by how huge it is, by how massive mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. world is. Because when you're covering it for mainstream game, the mainstream gaming media, you don't realize it. Like we didn't cover a lot on EP cause it was just hard to, um, make stories for Some reason mm-hmm. out of these, um, east because there's just there's so much to know, um, but there are different umbrellas, these are different roads down the gaming community that have huge, massive followings. A lot of, um, but a lot of these people only focus on that one game, so mm-hmm. the CSGO community only knows the CSGO community for the most part, right? And I, when I mentioned like we were at the after party, I'm like, hey, so do you guys know like who Greg Miller is or like Victor Lucas? They're, they're like,
0: yeah, who? No oh wow they, yeah
1: they have they have no idea they do not follow mainstream gaming media mm. at all
0: so and it goes both just, ways too right yeah like, where like the mainstream has no idea what and they're just like i love that analogy yeah. of the roads and just like nobody's looking over at each other like that is no. crazy traffic over there but like yeah, exactly. don't even know how to merge into that lane
1: exactly so this is a whole new venture really so last year i just felt really out of place i felt very uncomfortable even though i you know love hosting and i love doing these things i still felt Like I couldn't be myself because I wasn't comfortable. So Mm -hmm. I need to, um, and I feel like this is a great way for me to, um, do that, to get more comfortable with it, to, um, also I really want to make their, you know, their social game a lot better. And I want to, cause you know, I'm attaching my brand to this company as well, even if I were just hosting. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, to, I mean, I don't like the big hoopla. Like I I know there was a press release for it. I don't like a big hoopla over the things that I do. Like, so when people are congratulating me, I'm like, oh thank, thank oh, you like stop, i don't like stop. it like it's super it's sweet but i haven't done anything yet so like mm-hmm. don't congratulate me yet like mm-hmm. what if i suck like don't like, <laughs> let me figure it out first <laughs> like it's, it's too much pressure mm-hmm. the pressure is real um okay but, uh, I, we'll just yeah, delete we'll all
0: this from the podcast we won't even mention yeah, delete, that this is a delete. thing that's happening it's just, <laughs> just the last five minutes You're Just delete, delete, just, delete. delete. Just ignore everybody.
1: um yeah no i understand uh, that for sure no i'm re- i'm excited because that's awesome. uh you just you never know like with these and that's why i love this industry so much is that you yeah. never know like it could be so great it could be so great and I and I do believe in uh the people but like I I love Carl who's um I've known in the video game industry for a very long time since I first started and even Ari who's their biz dev guy um he I met him But he was working for PlayStation when I met him and then he moved over to Xbox and then like now like there are people that are um you know have been in the gaming industry for a long time that understand it Mm -hmm. that have you know we like just have great connections and 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 can make those connections and understand gamers and appreciate gamers. Like, it's not just, like, I know that people see this esports thing as a big money play mm-hmm. because there's a lot of money, big sponsors being, um, jumping in and throwing money behind it. But, um, to be with this company, I just feel like, um, or to attach my brand to this brand, um, I, feel like is a good fit only because i do believe the people that are running it genuinely care mm-hmm. about gamers so um like oh. i mean at least at least the guys that i've been dealing with so far i'll let you know okay i'll let you know <laughs>
0: we're gonna we're talking to you and go like well that was an awful idea that <laughs>
1: no.
0: bunch of a-holes over there
1: <laughs> no they're like, um it's it's been yeah just uh even like hosting last year the cat like some of the casters Oh my gosh, there's such great people and, and, uh, you know, you get to meet these characters and I don't, like, I never would have had the opportunity otherwise. So, yeah. um, it's you so know, nice. Taking that it, it, all
0: in. it adds to the bit of the legitimacy of just like, all we want to do is play video games. And oh, and by the way, there's like, everything about this is enhancing my life, the relationships that I'm getting yeah. with people and, and the conversations that we're having. It's not just about like beating this game, but like there's, yeah. there's, that's the art side of it. And as a kid, you'd never know that that's what was tapping not, that, that was the side of your brain that was kind of getting excited about it but it is is—it's right, like a yeah. creativity side of it and and i just had a conversation with a guy last week david ray what's up david um he answered that question <laughs> better than anybody and i and i just it opened my mind to like yes this is why i love this but
1: what did, what did he say
0: he's what well, he said exactly i just ripped off his answer just now he oh. said i said like what is it about games and he talked about how it's the creativity side like we want to like build stories and and finish like kind of it creates gaps that we want to close and i just thought that was so clever um it
1: is yeah absolutely but like even now just the stories that we're seeing in these games and how they like they really do like i don't ubisoft too like just the games that they've been killing lately have been just absolutely fantastic like there there's a lot of art imitating life here or even art um predicting life here and and i don't uh it's crazy to see the creativity um, behind all of it. But even in games like that don't necessarily have a story like Forza, like you, you see the love, like you meet these guys that are putting together these games. And mm-hmm. it's just like, they love, they love everything and about it. it. Like, yes, there's a lot so of stress. Much. It's true. It, it does. Like you need to. And I, and I do encourage that with people. Like I don't, I hate when people, and there's a lot of it where people just like hate getting up every day and going to their job. Like they just, mm-hmm. they, they can't stand it or they, they, they're just dreading Monday. And I don't, and I don't want people to feel that way. And I, and I want them, and like I understand because you know what? This industry, like there, there can be money to be found, but for the most part, there, there isn't, right? Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to love it. So even if it's just a hobby and you set aside time for that hobby, um, or try to be creative in some way, like being creative for me is really important, mm-hmm. just, to, just for my own happiness, just for my own sanity. So, which is why like the ukulele came into play too, I like love where it. I'm trying to learn how to, you know, like you just tap into a different part of your brain to, to get you out of whatever funk you're in and you might even find a place or a way to make money off of that joy. You just have to spark it a little bit, right? Or or cultivate it and not just fall into the same routine. So, I mean, easier said than done for sure. Like I'm not trying to tell people how to live their lives, but, Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm, I, I'm trying to just be happy every day and like well, enjoy like the, every it's moment. It's like your
0: chickens in Stardew Valley. You just got to open the oh, door God. and just like let them out and <laughs> just like just maybe like eating outside better. <laughs> maybe that's you never thought that you would, but look at this. Now you're happy. The clouds <laughs> over your head are going away. Look, yeah. Merce, I'm so happy we got a chance to connect. This was an absolute dream come true. I've been a fan oh for a very, gosh. very long time. Um, oh, I wanted gosh, to, I always, so I, I always close out the show and, and my time mm-hmm. with my guests by asking, like, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? What, what are you, like, what's, what do you got on pre-order? What, what are you looking forward to in 2017?
1: Oh, um, you mean video game wise? Yeah. I don't, I can't we'll see. We'll close out the past. big
0: life questions.
1: I can't, I like... can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yeah, like, let, let's dive deeper into, um, my childhood. No, yeah. I, uh, no, you know what? I cannot see past Stardew Valley right now. Like, I don't even, like, even Fair. right now, I'm just thinking, okay, what is ha- happening in winter? Like, how much deeper in the mind can I really go? The problem like, is that, too that's much. how. That's how uh, deep I am in this game right now. Like I've put in way too many hours I to stop, know. and that's it. Like it's scary to me. That's an insidious thought. Mm-hmm. But um I, God, I can't. I'm really scared. This game might take over my life. I, I might have to stop. <laughs> I might have to stop. I can't. Like I'm genuinely concerned. But uh, I mean, when I what was what kind at of hours are we talking three, about? Oh, I'm, I'm in thirty calculable? plus. I'm, no, I'm 30 plus now, okay. which is not a lot. Like, obviously, I've put more into games like Skyrim and Zelda, but, the which is like, deep. oh my god, they're so deep. Like, Zelda, oh, and I have to finish Zelda, obviously, um, but because I'm stuck at a Divine Beast right now, and I, I just, just did can't, the third one. I, just I'm at, let it go. I think
0: there's one, is there one at Death Mountain?
1: Oh, see, no, I have, oh yeah, yeah, the one I just found, that's what I'm at.
0: That's where I'm, I just landed there, like, just just before the call, I just, like, wanted, and I, I I get too hot, so I gotta back off, and I don't know what to do this.
1: Yeah, yeah, you need all the gear. This, this is you have the first, gear yet?
0: No, I have nothing. I have, I'm i yeah, so yeah, ill-prepared, yeah. I've got a whole bunch of meals and cold swords, but that's it, that's not gonna do it.
1: Yeah, you need to take the, you obviously need the, that um, little, not the potion, but whatever they're called. Um, mm, You elixir. need to drink Elixir, yes, mm-hmm. thank you i'm sorry I well i actually don't know which list. List yeah. you're
0: talking about so i'm gonna have to go okay look this no up. you
1: need to yeah so okay no don't look it up you can you can find it well, I find, I'm,
0: I'm in no rush marissa like i this okay, is this all is right. why this is i realize this game is so special to me is that i have yeah i don't play games like this i need a beginning middle and end and close and mm-hmm. move on to the next thing and yeah, this is well, i don't care i'll play this game for 20 years
1: Oh no, you can absolutely. I do. I must warn you, though, with the <laughs> expansion that they just released, it is actually quite difficult. And I'm only hearing that through Francisco because he finished Zelda, mm-hmm. and he's now playing the expansion, and he keeps like he'll he'll play it for a long time, and he will be like, you know what, this like it's really hard. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't even know if I want you to play because I'll just be frustrated the entire time. But it's like apparently the expansion is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, think about it long and hard before you dive in but i picked it up just for the hero first. mode
0: just to see where i've been i just want to see oh, my map okay. cover that was totally worth it for me yeah whatever it was 30 oh, no, bucks of worth it
1: yeah yeah of course i mean i'm i could not i was totally blown away when bethesda i mean it made perfect sense like zelda the, mm-hmm. um skyrim like yes completely um very excited about that but i uh so i'm gonna have to start playing skyrim again oh i love but, it um, <laughs> but um but Yeah, see, these games that are just, like, heavy, the really heavy that you spend a lot of time in, but these are the games that I love so much that really remind me why, you know, I got into this industry, why I want to play these games, why I want to discover these stories, why I want to live in them. So, um, yeah, any game I can live in, like, I was really excited about Ori... And Will of uh, the Wisps, yes. when that was announced too, like that just gave me, like whenever a game gives me the feels like that, like that's the kind of game that I want to live in. I have in, so.
0: chills just thinking about, it. I remember the piano playing and I was like, what what yeah. game would they have somebody bust out a piano for? I said, maybe Halo, but uh, are no Halos, right? And then I said Ori and then it showed up on the screen and I was just like, thank uh, goodness. Oh, I love I, that game.
1: I know. And we weren't even expecting it. And mm-hmm. the fact that it just, uh got, I know. The thing about it is that
0: people describe it as being hard. First, it and was they shouldn't. Hard. It was hard, of course, but like that scares too many people off. You mean, like it's a gorgeous game. Yeah. It, it handles amazing, like every, yeah. it is a must play if you have an Xbox. Like that.
1: Absolutely. It is
0: on the same level as Halo to me. Like it's, like it is required. Yeah. I love it
1: for sure yeah required playing absolutely but again like a lot of people can't play halo because they're just not good at shooters but i do find that although i am not the greatest at shooters either halo is easier for me to mm. uh pick up and play also plants versus zombies garden warfare God, that's that is a hilarious <laughs>
0: chelsea's favorite game that is so funny <laughs>
1: okay so your wife and i need to be friends obviously definitely um yeah. and we'll start our ukulele group okay we're just gonna know, hop we need to we need to the go on a
0: trip so yeah we'll head on over to toronto <laughs> we need to meet up with you Dapper, and. Rock
1: <laughs> I'm 100% down with that.
0: That sounds great. Well, thank you again for your time. Today. Tell everybody where they can find you. They probably already know, but tell people where they can find you oh, on the internet. Uh,
1: yes. Okay, so again, Instagram gives me anxiety for the permanent post. So <laughs> when I do post a permanent post, please give me a like so I don't just cry in the corner. Um, I will, uh, but I do post on uh, my story every day, mostly. So you can find me at M Rob 29 on Instagram. Um, I do have a Facebook pages. It's just at Marissa Roberto. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and uh, on Twitter. I'm just Marissa Roberto. So, I think that's it. I mean Snapchat is there too with the same handles, mrob twenty nine and Marissa Roberto, but I don't post as much on Snapchat. Snapchat I find is for like, you know, your relationships with your girlfriends, like you mm-hmm. just kinda snap each other totally. videos. But yeah. you know you know yeah, what I know I mean. what you mean. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if your wife has Snapchat, she can ask. Me.
0: We don't understand <laughs> it at all. We have one, but like, we, we tried it for a day. And we're like, I don't get it. Like, cause she's I a can't... younger sister who's like six years younger. So that's like perfect for her. Oh, she's all over it. We yet, can't figure it out. So yeah. Okay. No.
1: Fine. It's okay. You don't need to. It's all good. Just I got get, my MySpace. I'm good. No, yeah, your MySpace.
0: <laughs> Find one. You know
1: what? Give your, give your wee little babe mm-hmm. an Instagram, an Instagram. Really and then you idea. can post right and then from there you can follow people that you want to follow and just look at their stories you don't have to post anything about you but you can post your wee little babe
0: that's true and i don't have to annoy people on my own feed with my that's the thing i have anyway this is thank you so much right
1: no problem (laughs) this This is awesome managing i'm doing it right now i appreciate you're
0: always on i really appreciate
1: (laughs) (laughs) it thank you so much for having me on though this is great
0: Oh my goodness it happened marissa roberto was here on skype sort of she was sort of here that was amazing thank you so much to marissa uh you can follow her of course on twitter at marissa roberto and that music in case you were wondering was uh from animal crossing it's from OCRumix.org. it's animal crossing comrade it's a gotta be a kk slider cider damn it why do i say things if i'm not sure of it you guys probably know what that is better than i do but I thought it sounded kind of neat, so I thought I'd throw that in there. Um, thank you again for being here and for listening. If this was your first time, I hope you, you can come back next week if you like. Just hit subscribe; that's all it takes. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Um, normally, I don't record. You might have heard a cough in the background. That's a that's a baby cough. I am recording with Lincoln on my lap right now. That is what life is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. out. So thank you guys again. Remember, you can also find me on If we We're on Nintendo with Bobby Pauls. Uh, that's every Wednesday on the Dayspace Network. And uh, this show very soon will be moving to Dayspace. So, if you're on Android or if you use anything but iTunes, it's possible you may need to resubscribe. But I'll be—I'll let you know. Just this is just a like a kind of a heads up, and uh, that. So that's all. Remember. You can, follow, you can, uh, support the show. Make it better. Literally. Uh, we are so close. At $75, this show becomes a video podcast. So go over to patreon.com slash Us better. Uh, we are dollars away. And you can jump in on the action for just a dollar a month. Thank you to Matthew Knight. He's our latest patron over on Patreon.com slash better. Remember, WeTheNerdy.com hosts this beautiful podcast, so go there. I write reviews. It happens. They go up over there. And thank you to Gary Gray for the artwork. You can join the, we the Nerdy Facebook fan group. You can leave comments and uh, let me know what you thought of the show. Facebook.com slash group slash um, group. Next week, I'm not sure. How about we, we grab somebody from Married to the Games? Because... You know, I got kids and wives and 9-to-5s too, so we're, we can chat a little bit about that with Chris McCracken. That is going to happen seven days from today that, it well, you, you know what I mean. Six days from today. Anyway, that's pretty much the show, so thank you guys for being here. And otherwise, this is episode 96 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason! Jason! Sean 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 Sean
1: Sean Jason 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 Jay- Jason
0: Jason